Good morning, bro, Montanas, and welcome to the Shift to Q podcast with Alan Kay. This is episode two, normalizing men's health and male vulnerability with my roommate, Cody Manuel. Um, Cody is one of my best friend's roommates. He's one of the few people that I have a 100 relationship with, with regards to um, being able to express physical, mental, and emotional health. We both hold each other accountable. And one of the things that we always talk about is how men can start expressing themselves, start getting ourselves out of the old rhetoric of what men and men shouldn't be to include things like toxic masculinity. Um, This episode is going to highlight a lot of things when we see from a society, why he has his TikTok and why he always talks about men's health. Um, And I hope you guys enjoy the episode. A lot of vulnerability, a lot of personal things are said in here. Um, So yeah, hope you guys enjoy it. And we're on. We are on. Right. I know, right? Enjoying your wine over there? I'm enjoying my sugar-free soda. My wine-like soda. I guess I'm just whining about it. What can I say? (laughs) You have some cheese to go with that wine? (laughs) I don't have anything. You don't have nothing. (laughs) All right, guys. Well... Today I have my roommate, Cody Manuel. He is a former Fire Academy graduate. Fireman? Fireman. I'm a fireman. He's no, a I'm not a fireman. fireman. Uh, he's one of my best friends. He's a fucking stud of a man. I mean, look at this guy. He's fucking jacked. If you um, if you can't see the muscles through the sweater, uh, you, what, what is your Instagram handle? Cody, C-O-D-Y-R-I, Manuel, M-A-N-U-E-L. And also your TikTok. Oh, TikTok, yeah. Both TikTok is Cody's Corner. Just type it in the search bar and you should find me. Right. And you know what I love about your your um, TikTok is because, again, you have this huge persona. You have this like ginormous jack look and people will be intimidated more more often than not. And you have a deep voice, well-spoken. I guess I'm just practically going down on you right now. But anyways, (laughs) but like I'm saying, you know, you definitely present yourself well on a very masculine manner. But if you were to go to your TikTok, it is a lot about men's mental health, which is something you wouldn't expect on yours. So with that being said, how much does men's mental health mean to you? And what does it mean for you to put it on your page like that, the way you do? Yeah, so for me... um Mental health means everything, literally everything. I think it is everything. And um, it's just so important. It's definitely not talked about enough. Um, Definitely talked about more than it used to be. Um, But, yeah, I grew up with um, a lot of members in my family that had mental health issues. Uh, My sister had really bad OCD. My dad dealt with really severe depression growing up. So I saw it firsthand. And um, I just, I know the dynamics of it. And I just know that it's super important to shed light on it because we do need to talk about it. And especially for men, we need to talk about it a lot. So uh, yeah, I made that TikTok probably a couple months ago, to be honest. And I just Mm -hmm. wanted to make the main source of what I post about mental health because I feel like a lot of people out there struggling and and don't know how to cope with it or don't know how to talk about it and they're mm-hmm. they're embarrassed and um you know i feel like a lot of people don't have outlets so i just wanted to put that out there for everyone to know that 
it's okay to like not be okay basically right right and not, not only that i i think the one of the issues is that we have always classified it as a mental health issue so because it's an issue it kind of naturally you know separates them from everybody else and makes them feel less significant when we try to classify and put a label on but the reality is everybody has feelings everybody has emotions everybody feels everything and the fact that we have classified it as an issue is kind of what's probably made us push it away now now with that being said men's mental health you do have an array of tiktoks that do speak about it regularly um what specifically about men's mental health do you enjoy speaking about or providing a floor for? Um, I just, when I post stuff like that and I see that people are commenting on it or viewing it, um, it just makes me feel good. And I just know that people need to hear this type of stuff because, you know, guys, we just we're taught from such a young age to really not talk about our feelings and to just keep stuff bottled in. And I think it's just, it's everything to post stuff like that and to let people know that you're not the only one struggling. I mean, I've struggled with stuff too my whole life, you know, what are the things that you struggled with? Um, anxiety. Yeah, definitely had, um, it's gotten better through the years, but I mean, Uh, can you be, can you be real vulnerable and like maybe, Describe a situation where your anxiety just got. Yeah, I mean, I'll be straight up honest with you. Um, So the beginning of it was probably like a couple months into the quarantine or, you know, something like that, maybe like a month in. uh, It was there was a week where I was basically suicidal. Um, Mm. It's just a lot of like negative energy. Um, I I couldn't go to the gym, which was my huge outlet for me. And I just felt really trapped. I was working out at the time. Oh, are you, are you saying that the gyms were closed and that's why the you gyms were closed? Oh, okay, yeah. I gotcha. You couldn't see people. I mean, everyone watching this, you guys know how it was. It was fucked. You know, mm-hmm. we couldn't do anything. You were just I was playing video games all day and just in the house. And mm-hmm. it's not me. Like I am a social person. I need to get out and I need to conversate with people. I need to go to the gym. I need to. I need to be doing stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, there was. It was probably like five days, man. I was just. Um, super fucking depressed and i was like i could feel my heart beating in my chest and um nothing i seemed to do at the moment was fixing it and i was just struggling man and i wasn't telling anyone about it i was just fighting my own demons within myself and i got through it i just went on youtube and looked at you know breathing videos and kind of like what i was dealing with and i also prayed um you know god is had my back in multiple situations in my life where I either should have died or I was just fucking deep into the rabbit hole and I didn't think I was ever going to get out of that. And I did with prayer and just like perseverance, dude. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is definitely a beautiful thing. And I appreciate you being really vulnerable about that. Cause I know that's a lot. Um, I know that especially with COVID it's ironic because COVID or the quarantine, so to speak, was supposed to spread us apart, 
stop spreading the disease, but it brought out, like you said, a lot of mental health this, mental health that. It's kind of crazy because as a society, we need people to interact with each other in more ways than one than just Instagrams and Facebooks. And it doesn't help that even on social media, it was right when everything with the election was going on. So it was just hate this, hate that, Trump this, Biden that, maskers, anti-maskers, vaxxers, you know? And so it's kind of crazy when your interaction with the normal people, because normal people don't fucking talk like that. Normal mm-hmm. people don't just do whatever. Right. So now your only interaction is to face that animus. And now now people are getting out of it. But there's so many mental health issues. But Mm -hmm. I also will say that now there's more to talk about with regards to mental health. So now when you go into your TikToks, you get like really specific about issues. You get really broad. I mean, again, so is it is it talking like when you speak? Do you feel like you're really just talking about yourself and you're and you're kind of like letting everybody know this is kind of how I am or like where it is? those videos come from yeah so yeah i guess that's a good question so there there are things that have happened to me i guess they're like situations or circumstances where i was like dealing with a lot at that time um but also stuff that i know other people are struggling with mm-hmm. you like, know is it what, what are the main things that you think that people are struggling with i think people are embarrassed to say that and, you know, like you said before, I don't, I, I wish there was another word for it. It's not mental health issues. It's not, it's not an issue. It's just, you just, you got stuff in your head, you know, you're just going through shit. You're a human being, right? right? You have thoughts, yeah. you have feelings. And everyone's got something going on. They do. So, um, yeah. Uh, sorry. What was your question again? I totally forgot. <laughs> no, I'm saying track. so like when you make your videos, mm-hmm. right? Cause I mean, I've, I've saw them, you go into a lot of depth. There's a lot of vulnerability. It almost seems like that you are always talking about something that you're experiencing or it's something that you reminisce about experiencing. Mm-hmm. Would you say that's kind of accurate? And, and yeah, can you just talk about that? Yeah. So, yeah, the videos that I post are, um, yeah, there's certain, you know, I, I posted one about how, um, you know, I was just dealing with like a shit ton of anxiety at the time and just struggling in my own thoughts. And Do you mind if I ask you where the anxiety was coming from? Um, so I think, I mean, anxiety is kind of just something that you're kind of born with, right? Like people can be in certain situations and feel like anxious, you know, but people that have like OCD or anxiety, um, you're kind of just born with that, you Mm -hmm. know? So my dad had anxiety and super bad depression Mm -hmm. and my sister had OCD. So I think I kind of obtained it from my dad, Okay, you know? Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just this is my own isolated thought here on Mm -hmm. on conditioning and things like that. In my experience of of people saying they have anxiety, people that have OCD or whatever, I've noticed that certain people, as soon as they get labeled as such, or as soon as they get diagnosed as such, then anything that resonates with an anxious feeling or with that of being obsessive compulsive. Right. And all of a sudden, because they've been labeled and diagnosed as such, they go down the avalanche of behavior because there is a rhetoric of that behavior. There is a narrative that goes along with it. But because of people have been fed into it, they actually become victimizing or they, they literally victimize themselves into that narrative. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that, too, before? Or am I just like blowing this? <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, someone will say like, oh, you know, I'm. I'm super anxious about this and they're like, it's because of this, you know, mm-hmm. and they just kind of keep going with it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Right. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So if you're if you're aware of 
why you're reacting in a certain manner, but you keep on saying, well, it's because I'm like this. Totally. Then it's kind of like you're actually aware of it and you're deciding not to do anything about it. Yeah, That's exactly. Kind of right. Mm-hmm. Right. I always, yeah. And I always find that interesting. I find that interesting all the time. It's crazy because you'll see people like that. Well, yeah, yeah. I kind of lose my shit. Well, it's because I can't control my temper when, you know, this guy steps on my, my foot. And mm-hmm. it's like, there's a perfect opportunity for you to grow. And yeah, learn. you can change. Yeah, it's you don't crazy. have to act like that. It's like people with and I hate that, like when people are like, Oh, I'm a I'm a Taurus, so I'm just I'm just angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm, I'm a fucking Pokemon, that's why I get mad. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. What? It's like you don't have to be like that. You don't have to be your sign, you know, you can change and um so yeah, I mean, if you are dealing with something like that, therapy, you know, one on one coaching, men's group, women's group, super beneficial. Right. And I mean I'm gonna kind of add to this right and because there is a lot of negative rhetoric not negative but shameful rhetoric around seeking help or seeking some kind of outside advice you know les brown has an amazing quote he says seek help not because you're weak but to remain strong right and Mm -hmm. that is one of the bigger things like i mean i don't know of any strong person if you think about like these you know even like the strongest of entrepreneurs or big athletes and things like that they have a posse of great amazing people around them constant positive thoughts constant everything Derek jeter he's actually a prime example when he was playing he had the same group of four or five friends and that that traveled with him everywhere he went because you got to keep that same good positive thoughts you got to be able to release you got to be able to like get good advice you need people in your life to like support you keep you intact and everything like mm-hmm. that right and with that being said and because you talk a lot about men's health mental health health awareness and everything one of the things I want to start talking about or start talking against, I, I would say, is the label of toxic masculinity, right? It's it's really tough because I think we I think you're 100 percent correct. It, it, there isn't as much of a space for men to be vulnerable. There isn't as much of a space for men to express their feelings. Um, and the time that they do, I feel like it gets shit on. You see it on social media like, oh, my, my man exposed, like he started crying in front of me, so I kicked him out of the house or some shit like that. And you see it all mm-hmm. the time. In your opinion, what are some changes that we can do to start changing that narrative and start allowing men to just express themselves? I mean, straight up, just know that guys are human beings. We have emotions just like girls do, if not even worse sometimes, right? Because mm-hmm. we have... You know, like we were talking about, guys don't really express their emotions that much, you know. And you should be happy if you're in a relationship with a guy and they're expressing how they feel about something that's making them uncomfortable or a boundary that they have, right? Ooh, that's a good one right there. Boundaries. Yeah, 100%, dude. I think that's one of the, the better things that society is moving to, right? Like, can you give me an example of a boundary that you have for just yourself in general? Um... I mean, just like respect, you know, like I get no, I guess what's huge for me is I like um, reciprocation Hmm. is big for me. You know, it's like if I'm doing something for you, you know, I take you to a dinner, I buy you lunch, I get you a cool gift. It's not that you need to do the same thing for me, but, you know, you can go out and, you know, pay for my Jamba juice or something like that. Right. Or just like give back, you know, like. I want to see that you notice that, that you notice that I was doing something for you because I don't want to feel undervalued. And right. once you get to that point where you don't feel valued, you shut off. 
Right, right. And and here's another thing too, right? And and especially if you're going to date beautiful women, which obviously our standards are high as they should be, mm-hmm. right? And I notice that like with with what I what I feel like in those boundaries and the same reciprocation where the average beautiful woman has been taken out. They expect to get, you know, they expect to get their dinner paid for, expect to get picked up, expect to get dropped off, expect to whatever all these other high things, right? Which is great. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. Right? But just like, you know, I think sometimes they understand, like, for me to do that, that's an exception from me. Because I don't, it's not, it's not like I'm taking women out to dinner 24-7 to nice ones. Hell, I don't even take myself out to dinner mm-hmm. 24-7, right? Another thing being said, I think that, that reciprocation is like, hey, if you're used to that, cool. But at least, like, do something to, sh- to let that person know they're an exception as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it's really important to, I think, really understand that when we are intertwined in a relationship with anybody it doesn't have to be intimate that there is perspective is everything you know for a man that makes you know fifty thousand dollars you know fifty thousand a year takes you to a two hundred dollar dinner compared to a millionaire that takes you out a two hundred dollar dinner it's completely different you mm-hmm. know and and i think that perspective and that relativity definitely needs to be appreciated um as a general whole now to kind of go back in this toxic masculinity, I, I, one of the things for me that I've kind of realized over the time, right, is there has been no, what's the word I'm looking for? No grooming toxic, the teaching of toxic masculinity in the sense of nobody's been like, hey, hey, we understand you guys have been this way. You know, we understand that you've, you've been stoic, you've been taught to be overly aggressive in certain areas and hide your emotions. But it's okay, and this is how we should change. No, you don't see that, right? Mm-mm. What is toxic? You hear it. It just no. You guys shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. You're being a man. Bah 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 bah. Yeah. Right. It's just so aggressive. All this shit about being a man. Do this. Do that. Hold the door open. Mm. You know, pay for the first date. Yes. You should be buying all the lunches because we need to pay for our makeup and hair, and it, it's just ridiculous, man. Like, it, I mean, I get it. If you take a girl on the first date. If you're asking her, like, hey, do you want to go out with me? That's cool. I understand that. First date, pay for it. Right. But after that, you have a job. I have a job. You can also pay for things as well. There's right. other shit that I'm paying for, too. Right. Right? You know? We have men's products that we're buying. You know, protein powders, clothes, shirts. We have insurance, right? We have we have things we're paying for, too. Right. You know? Right. And we're, we're also a catch in ourselves. Like, just because we asked you to, like, and we're kind of courting you, it doesn't change the fact that, like, we chose you, you know? And, like, therefore, it's like... You need to I see didn't... if you're good for me, though, too. Right. Right? And that's the thing is, right? And totally. Like we always say, man, be the target, not the arrow. Mm-hmm. Be the target, not the arrow. Trust me. Yeah. But, and here's another thing, too. Going back into that as well, I told you about this. When I looked up toxic masculinity a few weeks ago, just just look it up and everything, more than half the articles were written by women. More than half of them. And it's nuts because, like, I don't know of anybody that, let's say, let's say there is a real thing as toxic masculinity. Let's say they're 100% correct, right? This is the reality of a human being. I, as a man... Do not want to be told how to behave by a woman, right? No offense. It is what it is. I, I, I love my mother. She's taught me how to respect women and how to nurture, you know, people as a general whole. But 
I don't think it's my place to say that, you know, or for for a, or my place to tell a woman how to be a woman, like a, and a woman to tell a man how to be a man, mm-hmm. you know. And and I've it's seen degrading. It, it, it's it's not well. It can be. Yeah. It can be, but I mean, as a general whole, if I can't identify with you, or you can't even identify with me. Who are you to tell me how I should and should not behave based off the narrative that you've decided to label me? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like that's where I think the unfair and the disparity and the discourse comes from. You know, I guess um, for you, what what has been your? Have you ever been labeled as a toxic masculine person? Has any of those traits ever been pinned on you and told you you need to change this, this, and this, or has it been like all smooth sailing for you? Um. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't say that. Um, I definitely feel like guys get labeled very easily mm. for being fit. You know. Oh, you're saying like, as in, like they're fit and it's a negative stereotype. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. Go into that, please. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I've gotten that like, oh, you're like you're a player. You know, you're like that jock dude, like douchebag, blah blah blah, and you know nothing about me. You base that strictly off me going to the gym, but if you fucking knew. Why I was going to the gym and all the shit that I saw as a kid growing up mm-hmm. and how mental health is so important to me, you would understand that. But you're literally just basing solely off my body type, which is insane to me. So, like, dude, you would think that, like, oh, you got a good body. Like, you probably get complimented all the time. False. No, you don't. <laughs> People judge you immediately. They think you're a douchebag. Oh you're God. a player. You're this and that. You yeah, know? It's kind of crazy. Just for being fit, which is so unbelievable to me. Because... You know how hard it is eating clean every day, working out. It's a grind. It is yes. not easy at all. And I've worked out since seventh grade till now I'm 29 years old. That's like a lot of years of working out, you know? Right. And so, yeah, you just, from outside perspective, like you wouldn't really think that that would be an issue, but mm-hmm. it really is. Yeah, I definitely, it's interesting because, um, man, I, I remember talking to you about this over the <clears> summer. <throat> Where we're working out at the nearby 24, I'm not going to talk about which one it is, but it's kind of like an older crowd, definitely a lot smaller, right? And when we go in there, it's you know not hard to be one of the more strong guys in there, but we definitely are, and we get all that negative look like that, like mad dogging. Yeah, like what the hell? It doesn't make sense. Like, mm-hmm. bro, I'm here to better myself, just like you. Like, why are you being upset at me? And you'll see it all the time. Like, you'll be on a squat rack and then the old guy next to you just like stares you down for no reason or you're in the middle of using a machine and they get mad that you're on it or you're deadlifting and you drop the weights and the lady's like what I'm just like wow okay are you and it's not just like a oh can you put that down it's like they're holding in this animus against you and it's like bro do you know the cost of what it's like to be like this and but then we have the other 24 that you and I have been going to lately where it's just a, a nicer crowd, everybody's receptive. It's mutual respect. Mutual respect. And with that being said, when you guys are looking for another kind of gym, definitely find a good atmosphere, right? Very encouraging. Oh, that's one. huge. You got to. You got to. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, for you guys watching, um, especially the guys, I mean, I talk like when I post those TikToks, I don't just talk about it to reach out to the guys, I talk about it to reach out to a whole, but. Some videos I do want to reach out to the guys because going back to that, I know, and a lot of people in general are struggling with mental health issues, um, but I know a lot of guys are struggling and for a long time I didn't want to talk about it, you know, because it's 
you just you get embarrassed right you get embarrassed when you call out certain things that are going on with you that people think aren't if that makes sense it does right it does because from outside perspective you look at me and be like oh no like he's shown you know and stuff like that it's like no yeah. i deal with shit too i got stuff going on too yeah. right yeah. everyone's got stuff going on every single person in the world they're all struggling with something and you literally have no clue so that's why i post those videos because i want people to see those videos and know first of all you're not alone and second of all it's okay to talk about it and vent to your friends because it's super therapeutic and you don't want to bottle that stuff up because it's going to follow your whole life mm-hmm. and you're just never going to feel better. You know what I mean? Right. And you need, we need to feel better. It's, it's, a, it's a soul massage. That's what it is. Ooh, you know what yeah. I mean? Sad and soul. So would you say that posting those TikTok videos have helped you work through a lot of those uh, issues per se? Yeah. And it's more than anything, it just like feeds my soul in like such a good way. Nothing for me. I'm not no validation, just knowing that people comment on those and are seeing them and people tell me, Hey man, like my, uh, my dad had cancer and passed away three years ago. Your videos helped me with my divorce and stuff. I'm like, dude, that's fucking awesome. That's amazing, right? That is all I want to do. That is my sole purpose on this earth is to leave a good impact with everyone that I meet. And if I could say something to you that can change your life or that can motivate you or that can get you out of that deep depression, cause I've been in that hole and I know people have been there and you can make it out of that. You just got to you got to be strong and you got to you got to talk about it. Nice. Nice. Well, thank you, Cody. Appreciate it. And for sure, I know I'm going to have you on a couple more of these episodes because we have a lot of shenanigans to oh, talk yeah. about as well. But all right, guys. Hey, man, appreciate it. Though. Yeah, bro. Money. What's up? Deuce.